Thank you for joining us for this recent message from Freedom Ministries in Crossit, Arkansas. Connect with us online at freedomministriescrossit.com and let us know what God is doing in your life through this ministry. Now prepare your heart to hear a word that we pray will bless your life. Thank y'all for coming. You could have been anywhere else today, and you got up and you came to God's house, and we want to give you honor for that. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you. This won't take but a minute, but God put this on my heart, and um, if we could all pray, can we all look this way and just pray with me a simple prayer? Everybody with me say, Dear Jesus, speak to my heart. And change my life. In your precious name. Amen. That's a very simple prayer. Can I tell you, if God speaks to you, we spend all day long trying to get people to speak to us from text and Facebook Messenger and and voicemails, and we want them to talk with us. But can I tell you, you've never talked to anyone until Jesus talks to you. Amen. If you can hear the voice of God and let God Almighty speak to you, darkness has to vanish. Amen. Hallelujah. Right now is such an exciting time, and God is moving and changing people's lives. I mean, my goodness, the past few weeks have been phenomenal. I see revival. People are getting saved and baptized and getting free of things. It's been bothering them for years, and God's setting them free. Amen? People bringing other people to church. It's an awesome time. And anytime God starts moving in people's lives, the devil gets mad. Amen? And he tries to hinder and he tries to stop what God is doing. And all kinds of things start to come against you, against your relationships, against your job, and all kinds of reasons to give up. But 2 Corinthians 2 and 11 says, we are not ignorant of his devices. Amen? And this morning, I'm going to take a few minutes to expose the devices of the enemy, okay? How many know you can defeat someone that's trying to defeat you if you can expose where they are? If you can show where they're at and where they move and where they hide out, where they hang out at, you've got the upper hand. Amen? All right. Um, We are in a ministry called Freedom Ministry, and we believe in victory 100% of the time. Amen? Hallelujah. If you can see your enemy, Pastor Eileen used to teach us, if you can see your enemy, you can take him out. Amen? So... There's this guy named uh, Tardy Vassas, a Norwegian poet. Y'all know I like Norwegian poetry? <laughs> Not really. But anyway, he said something really cool, man. I got to share it with you, all right? He said, almost nothing has to be said if you can see it. I said, he said, almost nothing has to be said if you can see it. And so today, hopefully this morning with a few illustrations, I can show you what God said to me, so you don't have to just listen. Amen? Amen. Proverbs 14 and 12 says, can we see that scripture please? There is a way which seems right unto a man, but the end thereof is the way of death. Dear God, in Jesus' name, thank you be praised. My message this morning is entitled Chasers. Everybody say Chasers. Chasers. See, The first thing that comes to my mind when I hear the word chasers is the scene that I lived for so long with alcohol. Amen. But this is what God showed me, and I'm going to share it, okay? 
You see, I, I used to like to carry around uh, tequila and chase it with beer, and it just a little bit of the hard, straight stuff in this one, and then, and then you, you gulp it down with something really good in this one. Amen? And, and the reasoning behind this is uh, it creates, um, <laughs> see, the reasoning behind this chaser is that uh, it creates a way for someone to swallow something that ordinarily they wouldn't be able to. As long as they have a larger amount or something better to chase it with. Now, this is a gospel message, I promise. <laughs> We're not going to belly up to the bar except for God's bar, amen, and get drunk in the Holy Ghost. See, I can drink a little bit of the hard stuff as long as I've got plenty of the easy stuff close by. Can I ask you a question? Isn't this how we live our life? When a shot of reality is too hard to swallow, we like to chase it down with a whole lot of fantasies and dreams. Amen? See, um, admitting that I'm running from God can be hard for me to swallow. But as long as I can chase it down with something like at least I'm not living as bad as some of those folks that go to church do. Yeah, see, that, the, the hard stuff, the straight stuff is hard to get down. And we just want to dilute it with something else. Amen? Amen. There's a way which seems right unto man, but the end is thereof is the ways of death. Why? Because the real issues in your life never get dealt with. They never get dealt with because they're too hard for you to swallow. So throwing raging fits and the need to be in control and manipulation brings death to your relationships and your marriages. Your goals in life causing you to always feel like a failure because that's so hard to swallow. We we swallow it down with a lot of excuses and we run from God and we don't let him have our way, his way in our life. Amen. God is a good God. It seems right that when our reality is straight, that is hard to swallow. We chase it with fantasies, fantasies that are more pleasant. How we like the good life. Amen. We are going somewhere, I promise. Admitting the reason I can't keep a job because I'm lazy. Mm. And believe somebody else ought to take care of me. It's hard to swallow, so we chased it down with least resistance. And we tell everybody on Facebook how poor and pitiful we are and we can't pay our bills. And how broke and nobody in this town wants to help. Well, come on, can somebody, is anybody awake out there today? Come on. Well, yeah. We're just being real. Hey, look, everybody's looking for something. How many wants God in their life? That's why you're here today, right? You're looking for something real, and I'm going to give it to you real this morning. Amen? Hallelujah. Y'all can help me preach when you get ready, but I'm still going to bring it to you. All right? Admitting that things didn't work out for you because you wouldn't listen to godly counsel. Mm. And wait on God to give you the answer, so you went ahead and did what you wanted to. Oh, that's a tough shot to swallow. So we make all kinds of excuses why we had to get ahead of God. Went ahead and married that man or woman, knowing God didn't tell you to marry them. 
Yeah. And now your life's turned into a Jerry Springer show. <laughs> Drama everywhere you go. Hallelujah. I'm coming. I'm telling you, I'm coming. We chase it down with fantasies like if I can just change them, it'll be okay. But wrong, friend. Nothing's going to change until you change. Nothing's going to change in your life until you allow God to change you. Until you quit chasing down the reality and man up and drink down the truth of God's word and say, it is me in need of prayer, God. Have your way, Lord. I will bow to all to Jesus. If I fall down today, I'm going to get up today. If I fall tomorrow, I'm going to get up tomorrow. You know... That's what kept me going after God. I finally realized if I blow it, big deal, I'm coming. I'm coming, Jesus. I'm coming. I've lived the other way. I've lived where there is no God in my life. I've lived waking up with my head on the floor thinking it was a Mack truck parked on top of my head because I drank all night. Oh, and guess what? Now I used all my bill money, so I'm finna get kicked out. But, oh, it was worth it, wasn't it? In there hanging over that toilet, puking up last night's paycheck. Yeah, I've been there. So I say, you know what? devil you might give me today but I'm getting up and I'm not going to quit is there any people in here that refuse to quit on God you're never going to see a rainbow if you can't stand a little rain sometimes you got to take a little heat baby sometimes it gets a little hot but you got to hold on to God amen sometimes the truth is better than the chaser if I just go ahead and get the mess taken care of in my life. I would have something to offer to you, amen? But can I be real? Everybody's got a mess, and God loves your mess anyway. He's in a, he's Mr. Clean. He's in a mess cleaning up business. But you got to come to him. Not tell everybody about it. Come to him. Hey! What can your neighbor do about your husband hurting your feelings? Huh? Only God can fix that. Amen? Hey! I want to show you an example of a well-known chaser. Can we see Pepe Le Pew? This is a true story. Pepe Le Pew is a French-striped skunk from Warner Brothers cartoons introduced in 1945. And he's a chaser. Pepe is constantly chasing his fantasy of love. However, his offensive skunk odor and his aggressive pursuit of romance typically causes others to flee from him in fear. Weirdo, get away from me, man. You need some help. And she's always on the run. Instead of facing the reality of his issues, he always tries to hide them and cover them up. Oh, how we like to hide things, don't we? Oh, we don't like, oh, how we like to hide things, amen? So he tries to cover up who he is with some paint and cover that stripe and hope it be somebody he's not. Using disguises, trying to trick himself and others that he's not who he really is. You got to come to grips with you are who you are. And God did not mess up when he made you, amen? He didn't, uh, your difference is what makes the difference. And you need to embrace your difference, amen? You don't need another living soul on the planet just to make it through tomorrow. You need Jesus, the Holy Ghost, the power of the living God, the resurrected one, the one that conquers death, hell and the grave. He will sustain you. He will hold you. He will feed you. Amen. And just like Pepe, many of us will do anything for love. Oh, 
how we want to be wanted and needed. We'll do anything for love except for ask God, who do you have for me? Because God might take too long. <laughs> well, I'm kind of in a hurry, you know. I need to get hurried, hurried up and get hooked up. But God ain't listening. And I think I know which way he's leaning. <laughs> Thank you, Pastor. Woo! I'm burning here. I'm in a hurry here. I got somebody, need somebody to take care of me. I can't stand to be alone. So, God, I think you got your eye on that one right over there. Woo! Pepe Le Pew. Jason. With my really close friend. This is not a marriage conference, by the way. When my really close friend of mine got married, I said, buddy, do you love her? He said, uh, no. I said, what? I said, well, did God tell you to marry her? He said, um, no. I said, man, if you don't love her and God didn't tell you, why are you getting married? He said, I'm tired of being alone. I said, that's not how you fix that. Find somebody you don't care nothing about and ask them to marry you. If they say, yeah, that don't work. So a year or so later, he said, man, that is one mean woman. What was I thinking? If he had to waited, can we be real? Huh? I said, you got it now, big boy. <laughs> yeah. The reason I'm telling you all these things is because when God begins to move like he's moving right now, and all these lives you're going to see getting baptized, Satan will try to take these things in our lives that we've been chasing and turn them around to chase us. That's what I want to tell you. All right? Satan is a chaser. To chase means to pursue in order to catch up with. 1 Peter 5, 8. 1 Peter 5.8 says this. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, is as a roaring lion, walking about, seeking whom he may devour. Look at that real close now. Come on. What did he say? Here's a warning from God. Be sober. Be vigilant. Pay attention. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walks about, seeking whom he may devour. Three little things about this verse real quick. One is, walking about in the Greek translates to make due use of opportunities. Satan's walking around trying to make opportunities, use of opportunities that we give him. To turn around and chase things back in our lives. Oh, y'all getting quiet now, it's real. I said he's looking for opportunities that we give him. Number two, he's seeking whom he may devour indicates that not everyone can be devoured. So he's having to look for somebody that can be devoured. Amen? He's sticking out looking for the ones that can be devoured. And I'll tell you who those are in a minute. And ironically, the last thing, devour here means to swallow up. The things that we're having trouble swallowing, Satan will use to swallow you up. Swallow up your peace. Swallow up your joy. Swallow up your mind. Swallow up your finances. Swallow up every good thing that you know. Amen. 
and you, your whole lives will be so consumed that you can no longer come to church and you begin to fall away from God and, and lose touch with reality. Hey, and your life song will be like the one in 1980, looking for love in all the wrong places. Amen. Jesus is our love. He's our source. Apart from him, you're not going to find what you need. So how does Satan, I'm exposing him, so I'm not giving him glory. I'm, I'm going to show you something. It'll be quick, but I need you to listen and pay attention, okay? Amen, y'all, great crowd. So how does Satan chase us by making full use of his opportunities? Can we see opportunity, please? See? No, the other one, please. The, I'm sorry, the trophy. I told you the wrong one. See, hold that there, please. How many can y'all relate to that picture? Amen. He makes full use of opportunities. He gets the opportunities from a thing called patterns. Amen. Patterns in our lives. And pattern is a reoccurring habit that predicts your future behavior. Got any of those? Ever had any of those? Yeah. We all have behavior patterns. Even animals have behavior patterns. And this is how it works. Let me explain. You, you see the trophy deer. How many has had a dream like this to, to get one, you know? In South Arkansas, that's everything. Amen. Big old deer. I just assume somebody else go hunt them and shoot them and kill them and cut it up and bring me a little package. <laughs> Let y'all be good at what y'all do. Deer meat ain't free, man. <laughs> anyway, back to this. But in order for you to get something like this, now look at him close. If you're going to take this trophy whitetail home, in order to get him, you've got to have something like this. Please show the opportunity. And I'm showing you this for a reason. This is what God showed me. You see right there, he's flushed out of his, out of his habitat. And he's giving you a shot. You've got to have a shot. You've got to have an opportunity. If you're ever going to get an opportunity, you've got to do this. Please show the map real quick. If you're going to get that shot, the map. You got to pattern him, is what I'm saying. It takes time to pattern the deer. You spend time in the woods. You write down their habits. You know where they're going to be, when they're going to be there, right? And in order to pattern him, you spend time out there. You know at 6 o'clock where he's going to be. You know where he's going to be between 12 and 1. You know where he's going to be in the evening. You know his range. Because he has a pattern. Amen. And what's so great about defining a buck pattern? Here we go. What's so great about having this pattern? That 10.30 at night, you know where he's at. And, and 11 p.m. and 1.30 and 6.30 to 6 a.m., you know right where to go. That's a map that's really patterned out of a buck. But what's so good about that? Give him a little bit of time and it's going to repeat itself. So if you miss him today, you got a shot tomorrow. It's a pattern. It's a habit. We're creatures of habit. Amen? Mature bucks think and act differently. We're not deer hunting today either. I'm just sharing this with you, all right? Mature bucks think and act differently from the rest of the herd. Now, listen, this is where it gets real. They're reclusive, independent, and consistent in their habit patterns. Everybody stay consistent. We're consistent in our habits, too. And so they choose where they hang out based on the level of pressure they can take. I said they choose where they hang out based on how much hunting pressure they can take. When you apply enough pressure, they're going to move on out. 
because they can only take a certain amount. And I've come to tell you today that the devil's trying to apply pressure on your life to flush you out. He's trying to flush you out of what God's doing in your life. He's trying to flush you out of the church. He's trying to flush you out of your destiny. If he can apply enough pressure at the right time, in the right place, under the right circumstances, he's going to make you move, and he's going to get you up for the kill shot. Amen? He knows your hangouts. He knows your tendencies. He knows that tendency to draw back and run back to the bottle when things get a little hard. Faith. He knows. Get a little offended and you got the tendency to run 10 miles away from God and nobody can catch you. But when you run that far away from God and nobody can catch you, you're out there on your own. And there's a pattern. So he's done figured it out. He's got the pattern set in your life. Squeeze a little here and this will happen over here. He knows where to. Let's see the dogs. Can you play that, Brother Robbie? This is what God showed me. Let's see the hounds. He knows what to do. Listen closely. This is serious. Some of you can hear the hounds coming after you now. Your old life, your old habits. You're afraid to commit to God because you hear this ringing. Here they come. They're coming. They're coming to catch up with you. Because every time you start going after God, there's a pattern. A little bit of pressure applied, you quit. Brother Robin, does this make sense? I call them the hounds of hell. I said I call them the hounds of hell because it makes me mad in the Holy Ghost to see people who finally made their mind up to go after God just after a couple of days, something's going to pull them out. Play it again, Brother Robin. Show those dogs up there. Call them what they are. It's demons coming after you. It's the hounds of hell. And they're hot on your trail. They're coming. He's a pursuer. And I'm tired of them chasing God's people right on out. That's good. Under the right conditions. Pressure applied in the right place. Let an argument come between you and your girlfriend. And maybe I'm not coming back to church until we get this resolved. God's going to have to wait a minute. The car break down. Kids screaming. Everything's attacking you at once. The first thing to drop off your plate is your pursuit of God. Why? There is no help outside of the presence of God. Can I tell you, I have lived years outside of his presence, and there is no help. There is no way to live in victory outside of God. So why do we shun from him? Amen? I'm almost through, I promise. How do they keep catching up with us? Aren't you tired of it? Don't you get tired of making your mind up to go after God? On fire, not on fire. On fire, not on fire. Yes, amen. Somebody's real. I get tired of it too. But I've learned a few things from being under this ministry and pastor teaching us. See, we leave our stint. We leave our sin all over the place, our sense of weakness. Show the hounds, please. 
we leave our sin around all of our old boyfriends, all of our old music, play the, see the hounds. And our scent from our life is all over. Everywhere you go, they're picking up on it. They know the last time you drew back and fell off. Seeking comfort in a bottle, seeking comfort in somebody else. They know when the pressure is applied becomes a pattern. They just pick up the scent trail, man. And they come right to you. But I can't ever shake this off. Every time I make up my mind to do right, it's right there in my face. When you get saved, if you smoke weed, weed's going to be in your face. When you get saved, if you drink, it's going to be in your face. You've got to absolutely 100% break up with the devil. All the way break up. Not kind of break up. Not sort of break up. See, you can't find an enemy that you're still sleeping with every two weeks. got to break all of the way up. Not kind of. You don't kind of get married. Either you get married or you don't. You don't kind of break up. Just have benefits still on the side, but we don't ride around together a whole lot and let everybody see us in public, but we still kind of hooked up. That's the relationship I'm talking about with Satan. You got to break. You can't be this thing in the dark. It's not hard. When Brandy and I got saved, we got rid of all of our Bud Light t-shirts. That's all the church clothes I had was I love you, man. Some of y'all don't even remember that slogan. We threw them all away. Hey, listen. And if music, I'm going to say this. Y'all can throw darts at me. But if music don't cause you want to worship God, why do you want to listen to it? I know where my sin trail was. I know my weaknesses. I don't go hang out listening to Hank Jr. on the gravel road with a Yeti full of uh, cold beer. Why? My scent is all over that trail. And in a moment of weakness, he'll come in like the hounds of hell, and he'll take you down and pull you back in. And here's the other thing about those hounds. Once they catch up with you and get you to trip up just a little bit, condemnation sets on you so hard that you can't even get up and look at yourself. The devil is a liar. The devil. The devil is a liar. Listen to me. Listen to me. Look real close. Satan could not make it even before there was a devil. So how's he got the right to condemn you? He was in heaven and couldn't make it. What I'm saying is, don't quit. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. The first place that he wants to chase you down and cut you off from is prayer. Listen, if you'll pray and connect with God, get somebody to hook up with you and pray, but we ain't got time to pray. We got to fight all this stuff off. We got to come up with a solution in our mind. And we got to come up with ways to fix it. I'm telling you, God ain't in the mind. He's in the spirit. God's not mental. He's spiritual. You can't figure him out. Amen. Last thing I'm going to show you. Please put Jesus up. And this is what God showed me. Jesus made a scent trail, too. Jesus is a chaser, too. And chase means to pursue, to try to catch up with somebody. Can I tell you, Jesus, God is a chaser. He sent his only begotten son to save us. And he's trying to catch up with some of you in here today. Why not let him? 
But this is what God showed me 2,000 years ago on a cold and lonely cross. He left a trail. Heaven sent. And I've come to tell you today. Play the hounds, please. Let's see the dogs. This is true. When they come after you, your old ways, the old you, the one that people won't let you live down, the one that people say he's not ever going to change, when that comes chasing after you and religion is saying, well, they don't need it. They ain't going to make it. They don't get upset when you're in a bar and a needle stuck in you and you're wearing saran wrap clothes and your body all hanging out, giving it to anybody that'll take it. They don't have a problem like that. But when you start going to church, oh, man. But if you'll pray, God said he left a scent trail too. And it dripped down from Calvary on both sides. Play it real quick. Play it real quick. And when they start coming, they can only get so close. Listen. Stop it. What happens? They get to the blood. And Jesus is telling us today that I want to break the chase in your life. If you'll get under the blood, if you'll come to the cross, if you'll get inside this blood trail, this heaven sent trail, the hounds of hell, they can't follow you in. There's a place that Satan can't go that you can get free from. Depression can't come. Suicide can't come. Hey, can't get out of the bed, can't come. Put the dogs up, please. Put the dogs up. Pornography can't chase you in there. That need, that perverted need for love, it can't come in. But if you'll come and say, Jesus, I don't know how to live for you. Let us see the dogs. I don't know how to live for you. But I know this. You've been trying to get in touch with me. And if I'll get right here in your sin, they can't chase me no more. They can't follow me no more. Failure can't follow me no more. Messing up, can't take me out. Can't get out of the bed because I can't cope, can't come in here. Woo! The need for love is so strong, I let other people abuse me and control me. And that's why on my seventh and tenth marriage, I'm going to get it right. But, you know, I just got to learn how to be better first. If you'll get inside here, there's one marriage. And his name is Jesus. And he'll treat you like the jewel you are. Hallelujah. Can we all stand, please? Does this make sense? Woo. Now listen to me. It's what God showed me. And so I tried to show it to you. Amen. And God is saying, he's here today to break the chase. Everybody say, break the chase. Break the chase. Jesus, break the chase. Jesus, break the chase. Bitterness and loneliness and unforgiveness. Break the chase, Jesus. Offense and mad. Break the chase. Break the chase. See, some of us have a pattern of staying in our pew and resisting the pull of the Holy Spirit during an altar call. Yeah, we do. 
It's a pattern. We get this close and we stop. My mama used to have a saying, I wouldn't touch that with a 10-foot pole. And how many of you have got a 10-foot pole out there holding Jesus at the end? But today we're going to get rid of our 10-foot pole. Amen. And the Holy Ghost. Remember, he's trying to catch up with you. What if it's something you don't even know? God is the God of the future. Hey, I said he knows the beginning and the end. He can see further than you can see. Hey! He can see further than I can see. And if you'll let him, how do you not know that some of your old past is going to be slipping up soon? Don't let pride hold you there. The hounds of hell, when they catch a scent, they start coming. But if you'll get under the blood in prayer, prayer, say prayer, prayer, at the foot of the cross, Jesus, break the chains. God's got victory today. And when he begins to play right now, nothing I hold on to, I want you to come. We hope you enjoyed this message from Freedom Ministries. For more information and to stay connected with us, find us on Facebook or the web at freedomministriescrossit.com.